Hello and good evening, podcast listeners. I hope that you are doing well. I hope that you are treating yourself well. I hope that you are putting your best self first. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on. Um, life is busy, right? With four kids and homeschooling and a household to run. Um, I'm hoping to make this a regular thing, but, you know, life life gets in the way not in the way. I don't know. But um, I wanted to come on here and real quick and share a couple of things. Number one, my weight loss. Um, I'm kind of stagnant and it's very frustrating. Um, I'm weighing in at 191 and with a 5'2 frame, uh, that's a lot of weight to carry. Um, I was successful at Weight Watchers about 10 years ago and I had lost 100 pounds Um, I was 237 when I gave birth to my eldest son, who was now 13. And with the help of Weight Watchers, I had gotten down to 137. Um, And then I got pregnant with my now 10-year-old and had baby and baby and more babies. Um, And I've never gotten back to my tiny self in, you know, those 10 years, um, 8 years. I would love to be 135 again. And I find it very interesting how difficult it is at 42 as opposed to how easy I thought it was at 32. Um, There's truth in that it's harder to lose weight when you're older. Um, Maybe it's because you're too busy taking care of everybody else. I think that that has a lot to do with it. Um, Maybe it's because I'm not organized enough. I'm not planning my my meals enough. Um, I'm not taking the time out. I think for me too, I don't really like breakfast food. So I don't eat until 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning. And by that time I've already been up for like four or five hours. So I typically have lunch and then I have a snack around too. And then I have a relatively big dinner, usually followed by dessert or seconds, which probably needs to stop, needs to stop. So maybe I'll start there tomorrow. I'll say, okay, lots of water. I'll drink my, I'll drink the ounces of water that I am supposed to. And that's at least 64 for me. Um, no seconds at dinner and no dessert. Although tonight I enjoyed a a piece of homemade gluten-free crust pie that a girlfriend, uh, from my neighborhood made. She came over with her family over the weekend and I enjoyed a leftover piece of that. But, um, speaking of friends, I wanted to flip the switch a little bit and talk about, uh, friendships. I had a wonderful surprise on my doorstep last night, a very, very good friend of mine. Um, I consider her a bestie. She used to live down the street from me. And a few years ago, she moved, uh, about 12 hours away. Um, I'm in Michigan and she moved to, uh, South Carolina. So I don't see her enough, um, but when we, when she used to live down the street from me, we would go out to dinner often and we would typically get to the restaurant at six o'clock and we would close the place down and we wouldn't even notice it until we were the only people in the restaurant and we would look around and notice how the wait staff was waiting on us to leave, um, it was wonderful to have a friend like that, that you could just 
talk for hours and nobody around you mattered except the person in front of you. Um, and that is her to me. And I've, and I'm blessed to have a couple of other friends like that too, but, um, I miss her. And anyway, so she surprised me and showed up at my doorstep last night and, um, we got to talking and I was surprised that the conversation didn't go to how's the kids, how's your job? Oh my goodness. It's so wonderful to see you. Tell me everything about your life. Right. When she got there, it, she turned it to politics like almost immediately. And when I had talked to her for a good half hour, 40 minutes, you know, I had, I said to her, you know, why do, why are we doing this? Why, why are we talking about politics? You know, the minute you walk in the door and it's not anything else, I haven't seen you in forever. And, you know, she said, to be honest, I just want to make sure that we're okay. And it broke my heart that she wanted to discuss these things and to make sure that we were okay discussing these things. And I felt almost as if she needed that test to talk about politics, to make sure that we could still respect one another. We are on the opposites. I would dare say polar opposites of the aisle. Um, but any time that there was, you know, a disagreement or not, not even a disagreement, just a difference of opinion, when we were both on Facebook, you know, I never really challenged, I don't challenge anybody on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook anymore, but even when I was, um, I would put my view out there, but I would never go to other people's pages and challenge them on their page of what they wrote. That's just not my personality. But... You know, I talked to her at length politically. And I also share the importance of how I love my little ignorant bubble that I live in. I am not on any social media anymore. Um, and I don't read uh, the news or listen to the news. Um, my husband is very, um, I would say, nerdy. <laughs> He was a political science major in, um, in college. So he enjoys all of that. Um, so I kind of get my information from him, um, when there's something major going on, like right now with the pandemic and the lockdowns and all that kind of stuff. But at the same token, I don't feel the need to know what's going on in the world because it's not going to affect me in my little bubble. I like my bubble. I like choosing how I spend my bits and pieces of anxiety and I don't want the news media to infiltrate my mind and me waste my anxiety on something that I can't control. Um, so we're talking and I was encouraging her to get off of Facebook for a lot of reasons, but it also turned to me talking and she goes, well, why you need to get on Facebook again. I miss you. I miss your energy. I miss your positivity. She goes, I never see you. And I said, well, we need to change that. Then we need to be intentional about our relationship. We need to be intentional about our friendships, not just, oh, I was thinking of you because you randomly went through my newsfeed. It's about cultivating those friendships that 
build you up, that are important enough to you to pick up the phone and call or to text or to write a letter or send a card in the mail or to send flowers and say, hey, I'm thinking of you. We don't do that anymore. We were talking politics and she had said, what do you think is going to make our society get back to us respecting each other? And that was my answer. Number one, getting off of social media altogether. Number two, being intentional about our relationships. I also shared with her that I got off of Facebook because I was seeing my friends through a political lens, which I did not like. I didn't like how a lot of my friends were only sharing their political views. They weren't sharing their lives the way I was. They weren't sharing pictures of their kids or what they were doing for fun. All it was was anger and animosity and frustration. All of their Facebook posts were like that. And that's how I started seeing them. That's all. That's the only way I saw them, right? So that wasn't okay with me. So I apologize. My daughter needed some milk. <laughs> um, so we need to be intentional with our friendships. We need to cultivate our friendships. And those people that we want to remain in our lives, we need to work hard to keep them there. Um, we as a society don't do that anymore. And that is very, very sad. It's hard to do that anyway, um, especially now living in the pandemic times. It's hard to see people. So this is the time when we need to be more intentional. We need to call people. We need to send them letters. We need to send thinking of you everything. Putting your best self first is also about being the friend to others that you want to be and being the friend that you need to others. Being kind, being charitable, being selfless with your time that's also a part of of putting your best self first i hope that your friendships are genuine and true and i hope that you are connecting with people any way that you possibly can i pray that you are not letting politics get in the way of how you see your friends that you've had for shorter or for longer I pray that if there have been friendships, I know there have been in my life, that I think that the political aisle has ruined them. Um, and Lord knows that I have tried to make amends with nothing that I personally have done, but I think that with friendships, with certain friends that they just know where I stand on certain things, it's hard for them to view me anything but politically, and they don't like what they see politically. So when they see me, all they see is politics. Um, I reached out to those friends uh, any way I possibly can with little to no response from them. And it hurts and you grieve that friendship and you grieve that loss. But, you know, you have to move forward and know that you've done everything. If that friendship was important to you, and you try everything and it's not reciprocated, there's nothing that you can do. You just have to move on and know that your time and you're valuable to others around you, even though it stings like hell. Uh, so with that, um, I pray that you think of a couple of people this week that you can reach out and 
uh, talk to and uh, make someone else smile. I hope that you are healthy, happy, and uh, putting your best self first. Have a good one. Good night.